It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, hey, hey! What's up, party people? We're back! Yay! Woo! Horn, 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 horn! I like that fade out on the horn. That's nice. Good to be back. That was tight. Now that we got our producer back on these levels, we can do a fucking podcast. Yeah, we had a death in the the hats off, gloves off family. R.I.P. Mr. Beam Sr. Yeah, um, I, I didn't catch his name. I don't want to be disrespectful. Is Was it George? Francisco uh, Beam is what I think it is. <laughs> Francis, Francisco Beam? Ray Beam. Oh, that's a good name. Oh, that, that is? Fucking, that sounds like a spy or like, like the best cop who plays by his own rules. Ray Beam? God damn. God damn it, I got $45,000 in property damage. I can't have you on the loose out there. <laughs> I was yelled at by a, a, a stern black female police commissioner. Well, I wouldn't fuck with Ray Beam, and no, I'm sad to see him go. Yeah, Jeremy sent me the picture, and I just replied, that's exactly what I thought he would look like. <laughs> Literally, like, if you had me draw him, I would have accidentally drawn his grandfather. Um, but yeah, it was, it was sad. Unfortunately, that was the reason we missed an episode. <laughs> it's not sad because we missed an episode, but. Hey, that's uh, sad too. All right. Yeah. I'm giving you the reason why, but it's also, you know I mean? In a solemn moment like that, you gotta, yeah, I mean, he's leading what, like 12 guys over there now on our production team. We can't just have like no one steering the ship. I mean, look what happened to the Titanic. So, um, you know, I think it's the most time we've ever taken off we just straight up didn't do an episode i did a couple vids on the instagram go follow our instagram at hogopod to make up for it but yeah um let jeremy go back and visit with his family and just you know not have to worry about it i was <laughs> like hey it sucks your grandpa died uh but when are you gonna be able to do the pod bro yeah they do have wi-fi in kentucky right uh time <laughs> no, is money baby time yeah, is money they're getting internet next week actually so <laughs> Now on to more important things, what we think is good and what we think is bad. Yeah, yeah, this is the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. We're back and better than ever, uh, giving hats off to those who deserve it and gloves off to those that deserve it. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting. The good and the bad, the yin and the yang. We are the little uh, the dots inside the sperms of that, that beautiful Taoist symbol. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, first of all, I'm going to start with this one. This was great. Shit is going down in Michigan. Um, this is, uh, it's, I want it to be a hats off so bad, but it's just so clearly a gloves off. Michigan's always freaked me out because ever since I was really little, my mom always told me, don't trust people from Michigan. So, it's just something <laughs> that every time I meet someone from Michigan, I'm like leery of them for a long time. I never fully trust them. And I have no idea what Michigan person did something to my mother that made her curse the state, but I don't like people from Michigan. Yeah, that, that sounds principle. like a like an isolated incident, or maybe like you know what it was? It was probably two times she trusted somebody from Michigan, and then she trusted this guy. He let her down, and then she finally let a, a Michigander back into her heart. <laughs> maybe and he burned her, and she said, "You know what? For the rest of my fucking life, nobody from Michigan. Not now, not ever." 
I bet you're close. I bet it's something like that. Um, yeah, I, I've always heard that um, it's between Michigan and Ohio for Florida of the North. Sure. And, yeah, every yeah, I just prejudge. Every, like, if I hear a comics from Michigan, I'm like, I automatically hate a set, even if I'm loving them before. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, because Michigan, it really is such, like, a, a weird state. It's a lot like California, where you have, like, you have Detroit, you know, this one major city, but the rest of it is, like, redneck. Yeah, or the rest of it's you might as well be Canadian already. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, also, yeah, there's a part of Michigan that is Canada. Yeah, they're, it's like, like drinking all- Labatt Blue up there. Fucking riding moose and fucking Eating gravy fries. Oh, yeah, fucking non-melted cheese on their fries. So <laughs> what's, going on, what's going on in Michigan right Someone's, now? This is a hats off to... Uh, a handful of reporters at the uh, ABC7 Action News Team. Um, so to these you, guys, sir. Um, so, somebody just started looking into campaign finances, and this is just a, a lone reporter started looking into c- campaign finances because, you know, it's election season coming up, so a lot of local elections going on, you know, on the ballot. Not It's not just fucking... Trump or Biden out there. People are voting for like Gale for, you know, superintendent or whatever. Fucking, <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, seat seven on the Chamber of Commerce of Chinook, Chippewa, Michigan. So this guy started digging in and he goes to his boss apparently and says, I need a whole fucking team. <laughs> so they start digging into everybody. And apparently the whole state is just rife with corruption, which I mean, hey, sh- shocker. I told you, don't trust them. They're from Michigan. Of course they're. Yeah rife with controversy and fucking fake campaign donations uh oh yeah i mean after this article i'm inclined to believe your mom good so so, i got another one i recruited another so they're trying to okay so basically what they're saying is a bunch of these people are using the guise of elected office to essentially just live a baller, like <laughs> dope, lavish lifestyle. So they basically, because it's like, it's local. So it's like the laws have to apply there. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a federal law saying like mayors can't do this with their campaign money. You know what I mean? Where it's like one town over, if your law doesn't say that, then you're allowed to do it, you know? So basically people are just using campaign funds for whatever the fuck they want. Um, Slush funds? Is that what a slush fund is? I would think so. It sounds about slush. When I hear slush fund, I think new boat. Bro? <laughs> Perfect. Because um, one of these guys used $30,000 to join a yacht club. <laughs> uh, yeah, because Lake Michigan, I guess, yeah, they probably have a marina and a yacht club there. It's pretty big. It's a great lake. Yeah, so they're they're talking about like they just keep throwing like one guy. They'll just literally the article says one guy used this, one guy did that, uh, but then they kind of just pick out this guy, uh, Sheriff Benny Napoleon, which he's like a. Um, it makes sense. I mean, it's going to make make sense in a second, but he's like a fat like ponytail black guy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, sure. I can. I can. Muster that up in the old brain. <laughs> you can fucking conjure that up in your noodle. <laughs> then, uh, so, Sheriff uh, <laughs> Benny Napoleon uh, of Wayne County, which is like, <laughs> where the fuck is that? 
uh, I don't even know what county Detroit's in. I'm just assuming Detroit County. Who knows? Yeah, it's Slim Slim County. I know I know Detroit. I know Warren, Michigan, from Marshall Mathers. Uh, I know Sterling Heights from the Albanians. Um, but that's about it. Sterling Heights. That's more like a. That's more like yacht country. That's we have a boat club, you know. Um, so anyway, this guy. I don't know where Wayne County is, but. Apparently they have some type of fucking income because this guy was under fire for spending nineteen hundred dollars on a gym membership, <laughs> which huh. is which is if you do the math, what is that like like one hundred and sixty bucks a month, which isn't crazy. Like if you go to like Equinox is like two hundred fifty a month, something like that. That's like the craziest, most balling out gym. Well, it's probably the Equinox of Wayne County, would be my guess. It may be a Planet Fitness, but it is the equivalent for Wayne. Yeah, I don't think I've ever spent more than $30 a month on a gym membership. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> $40, 40 it better have a pool and a, and a sauna. Oh, for sure. So th- this guy, he's asked, uh, basically the, the reporter in quotes, $1,900 on gym memberships? And he said, don't I need to stay healthy? That's all he said. <laughs> don't I need to stay healthy? Yeah, I would think so. We should all be healthy. We should uh, all go to the gym. I'm the sheriff, and it's in the best interest of the county that I be in top shape. Bro, oh. it's, po- it's a political office. First of all, you're fat. <laughs> so I don't know what your argument is. Like, Imagine if I didn't have the membership. I'd be 400 goddamn pounds. Yeah, and he's, he's in charge of all the cops, so he's not like chasing down drug dealers in the streets and hopping fences. Yeah, it's a political position. He's like administrative. And he's like, well, don't I need to stay healthy? It's like, no, actually, you don't. It's perfectly fine for you to be a fat piece of shit. Um, so then <laughs> uh, that like sent up the red flag and they started looking into him. And they said he spent they found that he spent thirty thousand dollars on Lions tickets. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm I'm the sheriff. You know, I. You know, uh, people recognize me at the game. You know what I mean? You know, kissing babies, shaking hands. Good for the county. Shaking babies and kissing hands. Yeah, and everybody's like, yeah, we get that. But you can't just buy football tickets with, like, and also $30,000 worth. $30,000 worth of Lions tickets? That's like, isn't that like 100 years worth of Lions games? <laughs> they yeah, it's never got, won well, a fucking... They've never even been to the Super Bowl. They've, I know. <laughs> like, what? How much could got, a ticket to the Lions game cost? They're notorious. They're known for being the most tortured fan base. They, they've got to be box seats. I like the idea, too, of the sheriff, like, being in line with the little kids waiting for autographs and, like, pushing them out of the way and just being like, don't I need a Matt Stafford autograph? Don't I need his autograph? Here, I'm looking up what the fucking, what a goddamn Lions ticket costs. It can't be that much. There's no way. Well, he must have got multiple tickets. You know, you got it. You can't just go to the game alone. He's the sheriff. What does he want to look like a nerd? No. Oh, he's got yeah. to bring the boys with him. Come on, dog. Yeah, but thirty thousand dollars with your fucking boys. Well, he's he had to have gotten a box, right? That. Uh, or just really good seats, because even though the Lions suck, they still have fans. Because people in Michigan don't have that much to do. They're still diehard fans. I'm assuming it wasn't a box because he's talking about using it to socialize with his constituents. Yeah, bro. Tickets are $33. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? Te- that's, that's a thousand tickets. 
You bought a thousand tickets. Maybe. Oh, what are you fucking high? So is the sheriff going to have to go into his own jail? Oh, that is like an old West style. Like he gets locked up by the town. Yeah, Wayne County just has two cells, and the sheriff's desk is right next to it. Like old, like Depression era times, where people just like citizens arrested the sheriff for like trying to kick a farmer off his land. <laughs> yeah, for just being drunk and like fondling a farmer's wife or something. Well, uh, uh, so it says he said, "What better retail politic is there for a person?" To say, hey, I got a chance to talk to Benny Napoleon today. He's an all right guy, and I think that makes it all worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are fucking high. I like how he found a way to compliment himself in his apology or in his like in his answer to why did you do it? He's like, not only did I do it, but I'm one hell of a guy. Oh yeah. Oh, people like shaking my hand. Um, he's like, he's like, no. As far as like campaign funds go. It contributes to my next campaign because people will go, no, I, I talked to him at the Lions game and he seems like an all right guy. I get a lot of bang for the buck for that. Also, you, don't say bang for the buck. It's bang for my buck, right? It <laughs> yeah. just comes off the tongue weird. I got a lot of bang for the buck for that. Um, I think it's really difficult to defend these things, but again, vagueness of our campaign finance law makes it easy to get away with these kinds of spending. Uh, <laughs> Thank God it's so vague. So other people are under fire for um, basically just like hiring their kids. Uh, so this one guy, he gave, he just gave his son four grand. He gave his daughter uh, $10,500 for performing data entry. So he, he said he was paying his son $10 an hour for a summer job but ended up paying him $10,500 it's like bro I would love to make that fucking $10 an hour like what do you you working fucking four four hours a fucking day four days a week for fucking July and August and you walk away with almost 11 G's maybe he just maybe there's a lot of data in there and he's just working like 12 hour shifts like a coal miner and he's just <laughs> fucking burning the midnight oil so here's where my fucking my ears perked up so in the same county, Wayne County, um, Executive Warren Evans hasn't had a serious challenger since 2014. But since 2016, he's paid his daughter, Nikki, to manage his campaign to the tune of $288,000. Oh, Nikki's. Oh, that's great for Nikki. Nikki's going to have a good summer. What the fuck? Like, even if this was in Detroit, the largest city in Michigan... $288,000 for a county executive? First of all, what the fuck even is that title? What is a county executive? Do? Like, you're, it's not saying maybe you're not they a city put, planner. You're not maybe, the, they're, maybe they're in charge of, like, putting the names of the dead people on benches. Or something. <laughs> yeah. That's a yeah, tough they, job. It's a thankless job. Um, they, uh, they organize all the All My Dead Homies rallies. They, yeah, they make, they make sure the car show goes off without a hitch during Dude, 4th of July, dog days of summer. Your your most populous city is a fucking shithole that can't afford, like, trash pickup. Yet, yeah. They don't even have grocery that? stores in Detroit. <laughs> like, it's yeah, just all it, liquor stores. If you go to fucking Detroit now, you gotta be a farmer. <laughs> that's how fucking bad it is. And 200... That's So that guy's not even making that. This is what he's paid his daughter. $288,000 to run her campaign. 
how are you raising that much money? How is that? You know what I mean? Like, how is that? That money's just sitting there in your campaign coffers? Well, that's a big slush fund. That's a real big slush fund. Did you I'm hear assuming, that? I'm on loop. I, yeah, I'm assuming the audience can't hear it. So I'm just going to pretend that you're not on loop repeating yourself over and over, even <laughs> though I can't hear myself think. But uh, anyway, that's over. Don't worry about it, fans. We got you. So Taylor Mayor, I'm assuming the, the town is called Taylor, the mayor, uh, charged nearly $9,000 in clothing. Because he's like, well, I'm on the campaign trail. I got to look nice. And it's like, if you're running for politics, you should have a fucking wardrobe, bro. I don't know what to tell you. And a thousand, this is the best, this is like the craziest part of the article. Like, forget the guy that paid his daughter a fucking quarter of a million dollars to run his campaign where he's not even being contested. But this guy, uh, the mayor of Taylor, Michigan, is leasing a Suburban for a thousand dollars a month. What? <laughs> right? What does it have like a, what is it, a Tesla like crossover? No, it's, it's not even a Buick or a fucking Cadillac. It's a goddamn Suburb, which I guess like, yeah, sure. That's, it's like what, a $40,000 car? What's a Bu- What's a fucking Suburban cost? Well, apparently it could be bulletproof. <laughs> but still, what is it's that? not driving around the beast, fucking Barack Obama's fucking Lincoln. He's... Yeah, I don't know. A thousand dollars a month, bro. That car better suck my fucking dong. I better that car better fucking Tesla itself out. Like I know I know people who have Teslas that aren't paying that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's unreal. It may, I mean, the money must be going elsewhere. Yeah, there's like everything is way too expensive. Ten grand in clothes, a hundred and twenty grand for your daughter, a thousand a month for a suburban. I mean. The books, yeah. I mean, whoever's doing the accounting or whatever, maybe that car dealer just is getting a huge commission, and he, maybe the car dealer heard like, "Hey, he's giving his daughter 120 grand a month." This guy doesn't know shit about how much things cost. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and then the guy's just like, "How about a thousand? And he goes, "All right, you got yourself a deal." Yeah, I heard he, this guy just spent nine thousand dollars on a sweater. I also imagine a slush fund is a physical place where it's just like a big oil drum filled with cash when i hear slush i just imagine cash on hand i think of slush puppies um but then yeah you made me think of like maybe a scrooge mcduck situation it's a pile of coins you could just dive into the um i don't know it's weird because like all of these towns are fucking falling apart like they're decrepit yet these people like like are your constituents going to be mad when there's like, you got to drive two towns over for a, a Walgreens that's still operating, yet you're wearing a fucking thousand dollar suit, or you yeah, like a- or like your local library got turned into a Dollar General, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it's almost like becoming like um, like a Middle East dictatorship, you know, where like the entire town's in ruins, yet but the guy has like a Rolls Royce, like the Sheik or whatever, where it's like. Literally nobody in this town has a car newer than 2007, and you have a brand new Suburban. It's like, hey, something's fishy here, man. Yeah, and also it's like, cool, you're the richest guy in this shit county. I'd rather be like lower middle class in a city with something to do. 
Yeah, oh, cool. You're the bad guy from Roadhouse. You, you have a bitchin' house in this garbage town. Fucking, here's a pat on the back, bud. Um, so let's see. Oh, this other guy, uh, Leroy Brukoff, the mayor of Romulus, Michigan, uh, saw him stepping out of a $44,000 Jeep Wrangler. So they looked into it, bought with campaign money. That's the best part, too, is because it's all, like, campaign money. Like, instead of just, like, like funneling it or, like, laundering it, you know what I mean? Actually cleaning the money somehow and, like, just putting it in, like, uh, like a charity that your, your friend opens, you know? I'm sure there's different ways to do it. You have, like, a piece of art appraised for that amount and you sell it. Even though it was, like, you know, it's, like, $100 to be able to appraise for 50 grand. You donate. You buy it for 50 grand. It's a tax write-off. You know what I mean? There's ways to clean money. But these people are literally just writing, like, on their campaign forms and, like, turning it in. Like, uh, yeah, Jeep Wrangler. Sorry, I needed it for the campaign. It's like, <laughs> fucking what, man? Well, the question is how long have they been getting away with it for? Because if every single politician's doing it, yeah, they probably they probably were laundering it properly and then thought, hey, these idiots will never catch on. These, you know, the average income is 14000 a year in this city. They're not going to do shit. So this one guy, the, the only guy that was actually smart is the dude that was donating to the, uh, donating, in quotes, to the yacht club. So he was actually trying to, like, he's basically doing, like, quid pro quo, I guess, where he's like, hey, I, I make these donations to the yacht club, and you, you know, hook me up with, like, discount membership. I don't know, something. And I get a few free calamari appetizers my way. <laughs> yeah, let me get those rings, and, uh, and I'm not paying for the sauce on the side. So the, uh... Yeah, between $2,000 and $3,800 a month for years, it says. He's making just donations of two grand to $3,800 monthly to a yacht club. It's like, buddy. Um, so this guy basically was like, hey, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a good guy. And then the reporter says, so why are you paying members of your family, sir? And they, they kicked him off the Zoom meeting. <laughs> <laughs> So there's just like a like a city town hall, and they were just like, "All right, now, uh, uh, who, where's where's Jim? Jim, it's your turn to speak." And they just zone in on him. He's like, "Yeah, um, are you stealing money?" He was like, "No." He's like, "I got this paper that says you gave your son ten grand," and they literally just turned him off. <laughs> Jim has been muted forever, which is just like such a baller move, like to just be like. Like, don't even hide. Like, it's such a, like, oh, you are guilty of that. <laughs> it's like, oh, it looks like he cut out. It's like when a, um, Michael Hastings, uh, that journalist, was like, he's like, hey, I just outed a, you know, a five-star general for, like, cheating on his wife. It was a huge scandal. I do not plan on killing myself. And then the next day, he, his, dot, his car crashed into a tree. And everybody's like, I think it exploded before it hit the tree. You're like, ah, these things are clearly unrelated. He's ne guy's never had a fucking parking ticket, but he just crashed into this tree the day after he reported on this massive story. But it's like, hey, sir, were you paying your son? And they're like, sorry, I can't hear you there. It's I remember when um Boop. they were asking uh, um I forget who I think it was like CNN was asking uh <laughs> uh like the Chinese ambassador about Tibet, and he just kept disconnecting. He's like, what about like Taiwan? And he just he just disconnects. He's like, sorry, I, I must have dropped out. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry, no big no big deal. But I was asking about Taiwan. He just disconnects again. <laughs> Every time they bring up Taiwan, he just refuses to acknowledge it. He's like, sorry, my connection's bad. 
But uh, that's about it. People in Michigan are fucking going down, and I'm glad to see good old fashioned journalism. You don't really see it nowadays, you know? What no, I mean? you do not. It's it's so exciting when you read like a well thought out piece that took time to investigate and get facts correctly. Because yeah, there's no money in real journalism anymore. Yeah, yeah, when journalists actually do their job, like you remember when action news teams used to do that? Like we heard this muffler shop was ripping people off, so we went undercover. Like, I haven't seen one of those in a fucking decade. Like, are yeah, you in we, the pocket of Big Muffler now? Goddamn ABC7? Yeah, John Stossel sold out. Dude, John Stossel's the man. Yeah, I still I watch his shit. He went he went national, but he's still the man, dude. I think he's right. from Detroit. He's a Detroit guy. Well, doesn't surprise me. I always got a bad vibe from him. I got so a hats off one, to dude. Detroit for, uh, for fucking keeping the tradition of journalism going. I've got a weird ass gloves off, people. This is <laughs> okay. this is strange. So uh, I've been in the uh, second city by the bay, Las Vegas, for the past couple nights, and <laughs> what? I'm I've been driving home. Just got home, but I so I'm somewhere in between. I'm in I, I I'm in L.A. County at this point. I'm on the normal freeway. I'm not stuck in the desert anymore. And I see this billboard, a digital billboard, and it says something lame like, thank you, first responders, for, you know, responding to COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then it changes, but it's the same. It's like the same themed billboard. And it just says, visit. It shows a picture of a, like a middle-aged lady, and it says, visit coronagray.com. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is Corona Gray? So I'm not, uh, um, I bust my phone out. While I you're driving? Up, uh, I had someone else was driving me while I was prepping for the pod. Oh, okay. Getting my That's notes cool. together. And this one just okay. came to me. I just want to make sure you're not breaking any laws, dude. Yeah, yeah. I stopped, we, we, I stopped at the Barstow Junction and switched. However, so I go to coronagray.com and it's a blog for this middle-aged lady Basically, what is Corona Gray? Corona Gray is a community built to inspire and console if needed, where you can sit back, laugh, and learn. Go ahead, grab your coffee or a glass of wine. Absolutely no judging here. So that's the intro to the website. It's not what it sounds like at all. No, what it is, it's this crazy lady named Michelle who realized that due to COVID, she could not dye her hair anymore because the hair salons are closed. So this is a help supportive community for women who are forced to let their natural gray hair show oh my god so this lady's had a dilemma because she's been dyeing her hair for 30 years then corona hits she can't even go to the store to get hair dye for herself so she is forced to transition into gray and she tells her story and she talks about her locks but it's like as if she's transitioning from a woman to a man there's a part where it says, my daughter's fully supported me going gray. And this psycho rented a billboard to promote it. And this is, this is, it's October right now. She has and this is on the way to Vegas. This is like, there's literally, once you leave Los Angeles, there's like three towns that are essentially like outlet centers and for four hours until you get to Vegas. Exactly. But she's she's acting like she's transitioning, like she needs her daughter's support, and she wants 
people from around the world to tell their gray stories. No one has ever posted on this website except for her. And there have been um, there have been comments. And the people who left comments are named Maureen, Michelle, and another M name. So Michelle, Maureen. So I think she's commenting on her own website. <laughs> I don't get, like, I just don't get it. So it's like a blog? Yeah, I'll be posting healthy, all-natural links for middle-aging cells. We are in the midst of a pandemic. Some of us that we're in the midst of the change, meaning menopause. And for the most part, we, when we take a look in the mirror, we view our hair as a catastrophe. My entire reason for this blog is to let you all know we are in this together. Do not be afraid, and for the love of all that is holy, do not cut your own hair. Corona gray, yes, we're dealing with an unimaginable tragedy, but our hair is also growing gray. Should I be worried about my two inches of hairline that I'm now exposing to the world? And then it says, what? so she's going to post cool pictures of her transition into ha be having gray hair, which is incredibly boring. How bold and brave of her. You fucking dumb cunt. There's bigger things going on in the world. This is insane, you, but she has money. stupid old fucking metapausal twat. But the lady has money because she fucking bought a billboard for it. And, and on her website, no pictures of her with gray hair. All the pictures of her, she has black hair. They're old pictures. Yeah, and it's not like, you know, across the entire country, we've been in, like, you know, you couldn't donate to, like, the ACLU or NAACP or, I don't know, uh, fucking, I don't, uh, maybe food for people that have been unemployed since March? No, none of that. Those and billboards got to be pricey because those billboards are usually reserved just for, like, like there, there's a couple like standalone ones where it's just like a side of a trailer that's like got a billboard on it, you know? Yeah, that's homemade. That'll never go away and has been It'll there be, since yeah, it's like four. Alien jerky and Baker, but then you get like all the like I'd say like ninety percent of the billboards on the way to Vegas are just for Vegas. It's all like Mandalay Bay or like where they do the thing where they'll rent like four billboards in a row, so it's like a continuing message. Yeah, it's all or just when the McDonald's is. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. She writes a blog about her first time going gray. Recommends a shampoo, and the comments are from Marion, Michelle, and Maggie. Those are the three people who have commented. So she's right. now making up fake accounts and this commenting on her own blog. It's purely speculation. Order in the court. Order in the court. <laughs> and she wants people from around the world to tell their story. What fucking story could be told? I watched Netflix a lot, couldn't go to work, and now my hair is gray. What about this trans? It sounds like she's yeah. It sounds like she's doing something brave and heroic. In um, April, before George Floyd, I mean, we'd only been on lockdown for like a month, and people were already complaining about this, and people were already making fun of you. All the old ladies going like, "I can't go get my hair dyed." I think in Michigan, they were like at the state house going like, "Hey, I do you remember that?" It feels like literally like two years ago, but that was fucking April when like dudes showed up with guns to the state house and they were like, open the state back up. And there's like ladies in their cars going like, look at this, look at my hair. Cause she had like an inch of gray coming out under her fucking red. But it's like, dude, we were making fun of you then. So much has happened that is so much more important. <laughs> and you're still harping on this. Like, 
I would have been over it by now, bro. Like I've when done she's, like seven haircuts since March. She's not even posting that much, and she's saying, and it's she didn't even choose. She's saying she even says in the blog, coronavirus has made this decision for me. And that being said, I will transition to gray because I have no choice. I will no longer be a slave to my roots. I will embrace the gray. I will be empowered by the gray. I will go Corona gray. Let's do this. Dude, slave to your roots. That is a very bad choice of words for this year. Oh, yeah. Slave and roots. This, I, mean, this, <laughs> I don't know what this, if this lady is like Armenian, but, or what the fuck she is, but go to coronagray.com, G R A Y. And wait, is that even how you spell it? That's how she spells it. Isn't that like the British spelling? Yeah, I don't know. It can go e- either way. This lady, is she a British lady? No, this lady's out of her mind. Dude, she lives in fucking like needles or something. Whoa, I don't whoa, know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Coronagray.com or .net? I think it's .com, but this is another great one. I'm, I'm auto- type- Both of these are sites. Something I couldn't have dreamed about three years ago when this picture was taken. Back then, my biggest dilemma was trying to find the most perfect gluten-free bread on the market. The hunt is still going, by the way. This bitch just had, doesn't live in the real world. Yeah. yeah. Holy I'm joy, a grandmother. shit out of me. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what else to say about this lady, except I guess this is America. She had enough money to buy a billboard. <laughs> and God damn it. Yeah, that is it. Who is that? That's the lady who started the website blog and billboard. Fuck her, dude. Yeah, so yeah, fuck her. It looked like she was with us. I got scared. So I looked up and I I thought a, a lady broke into fucking Jeremy's apartment. Yeah, just instead of reading her blog, like maybe just like donate to Wales or something, you know. Yeah, give some, honestly, give some whales. Give something to the Orca Fund and uh, forget this lady. This lady has a billboard on a major freeway and no one has even goes to her website still. I don't know what she's doing, but she, yeah, she's out of her mind. I wish like, she put her last name on here because I want to stalk her on social media and kind of troll her and her children. But I guess that'll have to wait. I'm going to find her on social media is what I'm going to do. That's what I want to do. Her name's Michelle. That's all I got. That's her. And she has brown hair in the fucking picture. Yeah, I don't... Not only, like... Because it's always, like, your world is obviously the biggest to you, you know? But it always blows my mind when, like... I don't know, because we all have that thing. You know, like, there's, like, a... uh, like a thing that you know about yourself that literally nobody else has ever even noticed. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. You're like like, no one knows. No one notices how good I am at yo-yoing. <laughs> Precisely. No, but there's always like you're like, oh, I'm insecure about this, or I can't do that, and everybody's like, I, I don't give a fuck. So it's just like this fucking lady. I don't know. She needs to die. Honestly, I think. The world would probably be a better place without her in it. And I'm I'm not like just saying just her. I mean, let's you can get rid of a couple of like warlords and you know, child rapists, things like that. But throw her in the mix because she's she's not bringing anything good to the world. Because 
if she's an old, if she, if she's has gray hair and this is still her state of mind, like for you to be on this planet for that long and that's still how your brain works, we don't need you. Yeah, she's fifty five years old. She's fifty five. The cement has set. This is what she's doing with her time. Record unemployment. Uh, you know, race tensions for the past six months. There's so many things going on in this country. Um, people starving. People are still like marching in the streets daily. And this lady thinks this is the message. And there's not even like a heartwarming like thing for it. Like, well, it's like sure you're trying to empower women with gray hair. How about just empower women? Period. Why don't you go for that cause? Something that you maybe could get traction with, not empowering women to be forced into having gray hair. These women aren't even choosing to have gray hair. She hasn't even posted since May. So she probably went back to her hair salon and has brown hair again. And that billboard's still up for some reason because she likes her face on a fucking billboard. Yeah, my mom, she started going gray like, I don't know, 10 years ago. But it was like, you know, she I got a gray. You know what I mean? Enough where you could just pluck it out of your fucking head and you're done with it, you know? But then she ended up started coloring it, and that lasted like a year, maybe. <laughs> you know, she was like, "All right, I can't just keep doing this. This is ridiculous." So now she just she just leaves it alone. And now she looks like fucking Rogue from X Men, dude. She just got a gray stripe going down the middle. Hell yeah. Um, which, granted, she's not. I mean, you don't go fully gray. Like, I'm definitely gonna go gray in my beard first because it's much lighter than my head hair. But I don't know. I get. I guess guys also have that. Like, um, of that option available to them, you know what I mean? Where you can kind of grade. It's easier to age gracefully. Yeah, and also you get made fun of. Like, if you're over fifty and you're you don't have gray in your hair, everyone's gonna make fun of you for dyeing your hair. Yeah, women don't have that same stigma. They can go gray. They cannot go gray. Some look better than others. You know, some people get one cool white streak in all black hair, and they mm -hmm. look like a badass skunk, Corella Deville. And some people don't. Dude, my dad's buddies, um, this Italian crew he grew up with, uh, fucking hilarious dudes, but they all went gray in high school. They all had, like, jet black hair, and they all went gray in high school. And the youngest one actually, like, ended up losing his hair by 20. He's had a shaved head my whole life. But it's just, like, and I don't know, it is just fun that, like, like Steve Martin style, you know what I mean? Where the guy just went gray at like 27 for no reason, but he's able to just be like, you're like, oh yeah, this 32-year-old guy just has white hair for some reason. Yeah, pulls it off, looks good. Look at fucking Keanu Reeves' uh, girlfriend. Isn't she like 55? Yeah. She's, she's got a gray mop on her, she looks all right. Yeah, some people, yeah, it's some, yeah, I don't know. You never know, but... You get like those, old ladies also, they, they only dye their hair... Like, you can, there's, like, the hiding the gray type thing. You know what I mean? Where you're just, like, touching up, like, gray spots. So, you, if you have, like, do your natural hair color. But, like, when you see those ladies that are, like, 75, all their hair is, like, that weird color red or, like, that, like, bluish gray. You know what I mean? Yeah, the blue. Yeah, we always called old people blueies when I was a kid. We, we called the people who ate at Hometown Buffet the uh, blue hair group. Oh, nice. But you know what I mean? It's, like, a... Uh, I don't. It's like you're still gray, but you're gonna like put like a tint in it. Like you're like a silver fox. Like no one's buying it, dude. I don't. Know, also, just shave your head. You know what I mean? If you're 55, 
you're 30 years past your prime, dude. You've, <laughs> I mean, 20 years at least. You know what I mean? If you're 40 and you haven't like done what you want to do in life, start packing it in. You know what I mean? No dude's going to meet you and be like, oh, well, well, this is the lady for me because her hair's fucking the right color. It's, it's such vain horseshit is what's pissing me off. Yeah, well, and most of it's not now. This lady's a nightmare to be with. This lady is awful to have conversations with. Oh, no. I'm frozen. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, sorry. I'm frozen. But, um, yeah, this lady's just an all-around bad person. The world don't need her. So I'm, I'm thus advocating for eugenics. <laughs> um... All right, so gloves off to her. Back to me? Yes, sir. And we're going back to Michigan. Let's go, everybody. So the police, um, this is a, a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. <laughs> so the uh, the police, oh, this is a hats off, by the way. Um, so the cops showed up. Uh to this apartment complex in Rochester Hills, where the mayor's probably driving a fucking Bentley. But uh, so the cops show up to this call because, like, the neighbors called and said, My neighbor's like screaming. I think someone's being like attacked in there. The cops show up. They walk in on two naked ladies. One is on top of the other, and they're both covered in blood. They find out. <laughs> and we're not talking about the menses, folks. These ladies. Uh, Apparently, they're neighbors, and one was at this lady's house. They were over at this lady, Allison Weaver. They went to her house, and they, uh, I guess, had a couple drinks. And then um, Allison started trying to fool around with her. She's like, yeah, I'm going to invite my neighbor over, see if I can get us some tongue kiss in action going. So um, they were in the bedroom for some reason drinking. I don't know if it's one of those, like, hey, I'm 35 and I still have a roommate situations. But... Or maybe it was the studio, so the bedroom is the living room. You gotta love that young pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. No, it says master bedroom. Yeah, so master also racist, if you ask me. But yeah. um, some real estate agents, uh, they don't call it that anymore. They call it the main bedroom because it is racist. Well, so what my... real estate companies call it something else? So what, where am I, where's the master supposed to sleep now? Where do I lay my head? <laughs> hey, man, you can still be in the master suite, but just know that your realtor's a racist. Uh, no, I could be a master of disguise. I could be um, the master of puppets. Well, that would have to be in the listing. It would have to be the master of disguise bedroom. <laughs> the master of puppets bedroom? Yeah. And it's, it's a house only for Metallica fans. The... Uh, so the cop says Weaver was hovering over her victim. The story starts to unfold. So apparently she went in for a kiss. And <laughs> um, when she was like half denied, she just took a bite out of this lady's cheek. Just fucking chomped her, dude. And then, and then ripped off her ear. Whoa. And not like Mike Tyson, like, hey, I took the top, I, you know, I, I just trimmed down his fucking lobe a little. This bitch just bit off her ear. Um, so the, uh, was she on bath salts? 
That's what I, this whole thing seems like a very bath salty thing. Since I heard eating face, but it said she might have had some drinks, and that's it. So the victim continued her side of the story, stating that she told Weaver she was not interested in any romance that evening, but she was flattered. Shortly after that, Weaver jumped on the bed on all fours, giving the victim an evil look and tried saying, Allison, what's wrong? What are you doing? That's when the victim said she looked feral (laughs) and jumped on her for attack. So eventually they get the lady down to the old, uh, you know, uh, the sheriff's quarters. Um, where he's probably driving an Escalade. Or yeah, where, where he has the nicest Suburban <laughs> on the planet. A Ferrari patrol car. And uh, she said she believed she was a wolf defending herself from a vampire. <laughs> so, uh, so she's I mean, got a padded room with her name on it until she sobers up from bath salts and well we've talked about this before we've given the hats off not in dra- such drastic situations but for things you say to cops right yeah definitely the wind must have blown that bag of cocaine into my purse you know That's a um, classic. Uh, i didn't hit her officer she fell you know yeah. she, she opened officer, the door in her face i oh officer i hit a deer on highway 14 then it turns out to be a human and you're a fucking, and you're the district attorney. <laughs> but um, yeah, she gets, she finally, they get her down to the station. Like, what happened? She's like, well, I was a wolf. <laughs> and then they all, already, they just, they just, they stop writing or do whatever they're doing, and they kind of just lean in. Okay, continue. And she was a vampire, and she was making advances at me. So really, this, this, she tried to put a move on her neighbor. Her neighbor turned her down. So she bit her fucking face off. And then use the excuse of the supernatural. Well, it sucks that they're neighbors. Like, if this lady lived, you know, two towns over, it'd be like, hey, that was awkward. At least I probably won't run into them again. But this is, you know, they're going to have to look each other in the eyes at all at all the block parties and barbecues. Well, also, it took the cops like 20 minutes to respond to this because the whole city's fucking, you know, decrepit and defunded probably because the mayor's driving a goddamn Lamborghini. And so that was her first move was the ear. Immediately after was the cheek. And they said by the time the cops got there, she had taken chunks out of her whole body. So there was a couple chunks from the rest of her body, but bite marks everywhere. And they said she woke. She said, I just I passed out from the pain and I woke up in the hospital and my neck was so swollen from bites that I couldn't touch my chin to my chest. No, no, no. I can't believe I'm going to die like this. This bitch is crazy. No, I added that part. Um, <laughs> someone come and please help, help, help. That, dude, this actually, if you, I'm looking at these, this quote and it looks like the lyrics to a song. No, no, no. I can't believe I'm going to die like this. Someone come please help, help, help. It's like written like a stanza. Um, so look forward to that single on my debut EP. <laughs> werewolves and vampires werewolves and vampires Evan, evanescence has to be involved somehow. i'll tell you what i haven't gotten in many ohio stories so michigan so far is winning florida of the north yeah uh, that's uh, that's two for michigan and i'm sure we just scratched the surface if we can dig in any deeper we'll find it yeah we'll get john stossel on the case what do you got i got a gloves off 
Okay, ding, ding, ding. This is the last last thing I got. And this has been something that has been going on most of my adult life. And the thing I'm gloves offing is late checkout at a hotel. Fuck you, late checkout. Because you call, you call down. You say, hey, it's, I just got to this hotel. I, it's four in the morning. Please don't make me leave at 11. You know, I'm only, yeah. only going to be here like seven hours. And so you get a late checkout and you think, cool, I got till noon. I got a whole nother hour, baby. It's cush. But they never tell housekeeping you have late checkout. Oh, yeah. So no matter what, at 11.01 a.m., they're banging on your fucking door, waking you up, defeating the entire purpose of late checkout. The yeah. only reason I want late checkout is so I can sleep one extra hour. Because That's a great don't get. Point. Don't get me started. I think you should get 24 hours, period. I check in at 5 in the morning. I get till 5 in the morning. Yeah, I hate shit like that. Where, like, um, fishing licenses are like that. Where they expire on December 31st. So whether you bought them on December 30th or January 1st, they expire at the end of the calendar year. And you're like, bro, give me 365 days. We have the technology. I get that this law was started in the 40s, but we have the technology. They do that with fucking parking permits in the city. And so it's like, okay, I went all the way to downtown L.A. to get six weeks off of you guys. And you guys don't even properly prorate it. You just charge me half. Yeah, it's fucking it. Well, it's because they can. Well, I mean, that's most government things. They have a monopoly on things like that. So they do whatever the fuck they want. Like, I remember the DMV didn't start getting cool until AAA started handling a couple things. Because AAA used to just be be like the auto club you know what i mean they would do like roadside assistance and like help you with like insurance and shit but when they started doing dmv services all of a sudden the dmv like had to compete with somebody and all oh, of a sudden well, you're like oh the DMV's not actually that bad to go to i remember going to the dmv when i was a kid and it was a fucking nightmare and i was a child i wasn't even the one like filling out papers and shit the, the dmv is the dude because covid really exposed the wolf and sheep's clothing with the dmv because you go to the dmv and they always have goofy rules where they're like you can only, they're like, uh, no credit cards, debit only, stations two and four will take cash, but the rest won't. But COVID exposed the DMV because I went to rent a U-Haul last week, and because of COVID being so bad, the fucking U-Haul, which was one of the independent ones in Inglewood, it was just like two Lebanese brothers who ran it. They, you could do tags, you could do registration. They had like 20 DMV things you could now do at a goddamn U-Haul rent-a-center. Well, it's now because they allowed like AAA to do it. Now, like private companies do it. So, like, uh, there's companies that just do that. They're like DMV replacements, where it's just like you just renew your license or, um, yeah, get your stuff like that. But uh, I don't, ch- I don't change wanna... ownership. Like, so if you buy a car off Craigslist, you don't have to go to the DMV. You just pay one of these places like forty bucks, and they do it for you. But I don't want to just be. Um, I don't want to just be negative on late checkout because I'm a man. I need to learn from my own mistakes. And here's what I have hatched up. I'm going to put it to the test. I'll let you know if it works. I usually, leave, I usually leave some cash in my room for the maids just because maids have shitty jobs. So whatever. They've got to clean my you know, blood and cum-filled sheets. I might as well throw a tent <laughs> spot their way. But I'm bringing, every time I travel, I'm bringing fucking tape. And I'm going to, get, I'm going to write a note next time I get late checkout. Put a $20 bill in the note, tape it to the door that just says housekeeping. Here's some money. 
leave me the fuck alone until I'm gone. <laughs> Just leave it in the hall? Because I figure the lack of communication between um, between housekeeping and front desk, so I don't even do late checkout. I just check out at 11 like I'm supposed to, mm-hmm. but, but I stay till like 4 or 5. I just tell housekeeping, make sure I'm your very last room in this whole giant hotel. Or and even if, if like, they, and if they the get guy, 20, they'll do it. When you call for the late checkout, just be like, hey, and bud, I got a five spot in it for you if you don't <laughs> fucking... I mean, let's let. I mean, you know what it's for. You explain it to them. It's a late checkout. It's a late checkout. I'm not fucking. I don't need to pack up. I don't need an hour to pack. I want to sleep. So if this bitch knocks on my door before 11:45, you ain't getting that five. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta financially incentivize him for sure. Because that's what's going on. Is he doesn't care enough. Basically, all he's doing is putting it in the computer, and he's like, "Well, oh, I did it." You know what I mean? But the maid doesn't check the computer. I don't think. You know, she probably has like a clipboard that she got. You know, three hours before you even called. She's like, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. The, rooms. the maid's just doing her job. But I need to, yeah, I need to go straight to the maid, give them some cash. And, uh, yep, that's it. Late checkout. I just need to evolve. Hotels, there's so much fucking. Bro, if you hotels. just walk up to the maid and hand her a 10, be like, stay out of my room. They're going to call the fucking police. <laughs> nah, they've seen worse stuff than that. Um, suspect, to say the least. Um, no, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, well, that's all I got for tonight's evening of, of hats and gloves. I got one more. It's not really a news update, but you might have seen this. Do you see the California governor's office? Is, uh, it told people to, if you're eating in a restaurant, to wear your mask in between bites. <laughs> that's how it was in Vegas. Like at the, at the, at the poker table, I had to wear a mask. But if I'm drinking my Budweiser, I don't have to wear my mask. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, it's so funny, like, seeing, which I don't know, I guess it makes sense. Because there's all those, like, I live in the arts district, so there's all these, like, outside cafes and shit. And every day, like, they literally closed off a lane of traffic. So they could put, like, barriers there so they could set up all the tables in the street. And, uh, <laughs> like, it's so funny seeing, like, all the servers wearing masks, but they're serving a table full of people with like it around their neck or like just hanging off of one ear. And I'm like, who is this protecting? No. Yeah. It's all, it's all novel. The football coaches have to wear a mask, but the players literally just roll around in the ground, in the grass together. Exchanging sweat. Yeah. Sweat, blood, dude, everything. Come everything. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, Mask in between bites. I'm on in board. Between. I'm definitely on board. Then, right. then the mask just becomes a napkin. If I'm doing, if I'm doing mask in between bites, my, I'm I'm gonna have fucking barbecue sauce all over my mask. Oh, bro, I was at the grocery store and I had to sneeze, and I literally like held in the sneeze for like four seconds, which is astonishing for holding in a sneeze, because I'm thinking like, okay, do I pull my mask down and then like sneeze into my elbow or like? Into my shirt. I'm trying to like. I'm in the grocery store. I'm like, I sneeze. I'm having fucking eyes on me, dude. Oh yes, yeah. dude. I I sneezed in in a grocery store the other day, and someone like five aisles down just goes, "Yo, somebody got COVID, dog." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he got coronas. No, but I ended up just sneezing into my mask, and then I was like, it was just wet the rest of the time I was shopping. And I'm like, well, this is fucking beautiful. Like, with, nobody else can see it, but my fucking mustache has boogers in it right now. <laughs> 
And yeah. I'm de- definitely not going to wipe my hands because I've been pushing around this cart for four minutes. So now if I fucking I just go like re and like, what am I going to wipe it on my pants? And now my snot residue is like on the pasta. I decide not to get. Yeah, we jumped the shark. We don't know what we're doing. It's fucking insane, dude. It started like just it just closed the restaurants. This is what I was telling you this when we, I think before we went to Big Berry event when I was like. I got like the emergency notice on my phone, like it was a fucking Amber Alert. It was like New- Newsom's new orders to like lock down again, and I'm like, I'm standing in a Ross dress for less. <laughs> like, I haven't been at work since March 17th, but I can go to Ross. Yeah, I can like, go to Yogurt Land and get frozen yogurt and mochi balls. Which I uh, people are like, oh, we're still locked down. I'm like, are like nobody who's still locked down? What are you talking about? Like, I don't get it. Like, hair salons are open. Yeah, I just got a, yeah, I just was in Vegas. Could have got a fucking lap dance. The stripper has a mask on, though. <laughs> not even, not even a, a sweet drive through lap dance, like Oregon. And let me tell you about yeah, my real life. deal. So that's all I got. Our fucking governor's a goddamn jabroni, but what are you going to do? Yeah. I'm going to Ensenada. Ensenada, you say? Yeah, I'm just going to live in between Ensenada and Tijuana and see what happens. Their government's pretty good. Oh, is it? I think... I haven't heard many good things about the Mexican government. In fact, I've heard exclusively bad things. They're helping with population control. Yeah, that's so funny. Everybody always, like... Every, you know, five years, people get reminded of, like, um, Mexico's immigration laws. (laughs) Because, especially (laughs) now, like... The last uh, election, and now again, there's another caravan coming from like Honduras, and um, basically they they move in these caravans, these masses of people because they just march on borders. You can't stop them because if they're peacefully marching, it's like you can't just start taking them out. But it's so funny, like when they 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 separate them. So these they went from Honduras into Guatemala, and Guatemala's like they have like very strict immigration laws or like Mexico is so like they'll deport your ass back to Honduras. They don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Or when people talk about uh, like if Trump wins, I'm going to Canada. It's like good fucking luck. They're not letting us in. Canada's government's not just going to let us move there. Bro, you can't go to Canada if you had a parking ticket in 2007. I know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're going to go to Canada. All right. See how that works out. I was talking. I was looking at like immigrating to Norway, and it's like you have to have your own business. <laughs> so I was like, you have to have your own business. It's so fucking wild. But yeah. um, I'm just gonna claim refugee status. End up in fucking Sweden or something. Let's do it, dude. Dude, if you and I fucking anchor babied Sweden, they would definitely kick me out before you. They're like, no, oh this yeah, I'd be able to cruise here. for a while. They'd get me eventually. They'd get me, like, right when I got comfortable, like, settled down, had a couple kids. And they'd be like, nope, 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 get out. You're worse You're worse than that Albanian guy. We just didn't know it because of your hair. They just send me to fucking, like, France or something. Like, we don't know what you look like. But but this guy definitely, this guy's a surgeon, clearly. This guy's obviously the, the heart surgeon from fucking Smoking Aces. Here's the knife and some acid. Go to France. Get out of here, buddy. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go do a terrorist attack, Brownie? <laughs> I, just, I just have a slight tan, and I'm a fucking minority in Sweden. Um, isn't that funny though? Where it's like they take in like X amount of refugees. Sweden took in like half a million people a few years ago, and it's causing like serious problems because you can't just take people from like Syria and put them in Stockholm. 
there's like legitimate they see like like every single day like set up a google alert and you'll it'll traumatize you for like teenage rapes because these guys are like never they're used to like women in burkas and all of a sudden there's like 14 year olds like at the park in booty shorts and they're just like well i have to rape (laughs) how can i not this is my destiny yeah, we're, it's just like weird. Like you have to like wean people into cultures. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at like Eastern Europe in the eighties, where everybody's like, "Yes, Miami Vice, fucking <coughs> Camaro," and you're like, "You, you you're kind of getting it, dude." <laughs> like we need to give you little doses of it. Otherwise, you're just like Bruce Springsteen, man. You're like, okay, buddy. But um, I forgot how I got there. Oh, just immigration, blah blah blah. We'll solve immigration next week. Um, no, I, I no. That's what I was getting to. Was you fucking bro? If you tried to sneak into Mexico, they're gonna deport your ass back to California. I know. <laughs> we don't want some fucking gringo down here taking no. up our prime beach real estate. Yeah, God knows I'm not living inland. I'm definitely living on the beach. Well, it's like that. Like you always hear about that. Like you, there's legit places in the world where you can like you can buy an acre like on a you know, a beachfront near like a city in like Thailand for like $72 in a fucking, you know, a handshake. But I don't know. Mexico seems like, uh, seems like every other place people from Ohio vacation, you know, <laughs> or it's like, don't leave the resort. Yeah. Stay by the beach. That's all you got. That's all you got to do. Any country stay by the beach and you still might get killed. And you still might get killed. And that's the lesson this week, guys. Uh, Thanks for listening to Hats Off, Gloves Off. I am Mitchell Phillip. You can find me at Mitchell Phillip, at Robot Spencer, at Beam Jeremy, um, RIP Ray Beam. We love you, dog. Hearts out to the Beam Clan. And um, all right. Uh, We love you. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.